Where have you been? Ready to roll, roll. Ready to I've been sitting here for like 30 minutes. Yeah. Nervous poos. Were you literally just texting me from the toilet? I was texting you from the toilet. Um, <sighs> let's not pretend like I don't FaceTime you from the toilet. Yeah. That happens sometimes. Well, that doesn't happen. I don't FaceTime you from the toilet. You FaceTime me and I accept it. While being on the toilet. I've seen the roof of, roof of your bathroom far too many times. Yeah, it All is right, what it good? is. Sorry. What did you get up to this week, Karina? <sighs> what did I get up to? Oh, I went to the footy showdown. Great result. So, pretty good night out. And then we went actually went to see um, Ash Gale and his band, Motel Music, at the casino afterwards. Love that those was guys. good. Yes. They're always a good time. Great time. And apparently, the, I know nothing about footy. Yes, clearly. Right? But apparently, it was a massive deal for Crows to be oh, winning. Huge. Well, What's that about? I literally went out and drank a couple of cocktails before just because I knew it was going to be bad for us. Mm. <laughs> but, but didn't they kick off? like 50, 50 points. Yeah. Great. That was good. It was a good night out. Good weekend. Um, yeah, it's going to be weird. It's one of my few last weekends free before work starts kicking off again. So it's, yeah, we've got into like this routine of happy weekends, which is very, it's nice, but it's yeah. strange. I'm actually starting to miss it because it's, yeah, I'm excited to get back into it. But normally for us, it's, you know, during the week we have the time when people would normally be at work and then we start mm. on weekends. Obviously, we work during the week, but, yeah, it's been weird, like trying to yeah. find stuff to do on the weekends and not have to incorporate, you know, Friday I can't do much because I've got a wedding tomorrow and then Sunday you're absolutely – got a wedding taken. hangover. Um, but, yeah, so it was good. But how about you? What did you do? Um, what did I do? I went to a 50th. went to my uncle's 50th um, on the weekend. Which was super fun. It was a an artist-themed shirt. A what? Artist-themed shirt. Uh, the theme of the party was to wear a band or an artist. Oh, so you meant like artists. Yeah, no, that came out real that like did. I was speaking Spanish or something. Yeah. Um, and uh, I went I, I went uh, wearing Oliver Tree, one of my favorite artists. Love him. And I, I just, I know that I'm, I like, it's crazy that we're doing this podcast because I am such an introvert. Like, I am heavy- leaning on the introvert side. I was excited to go. I rock up. There's cars in the whole street, you know, uh, uncle's 50th. You know, he's obviously a little bit popular and I get there and I got nervous and I walked in and uh, people everywhere and I just, uh, such introvert energy. Um, no, it was good. It was good. It was, it, was a, it was a great time. I had to get a couple of drinks in me in order to feel confident there. But uh, it was a good time. And I had a few people ask me about the podcast. Mm. As I was nervous as I walked in, I was like, let's not talk about this right mm. now. Okay, next topic, next topic. But it was a good time. Had a good time. Drank a bit. Had fun. Didn't get home till 3 a.m. Wow. It was a wild time. Yeah, it was a wild out. time. My dad, he's such a character. He has no idea. That, so this is what I wanted to tell you and I didn't tell you because I wanted to tell you on the pod just oh. so I can get your reaction from it. So dad watches it, right? He's drunk at the party. He puts his hand on my shoulder and he goes, Brad's. <gasps> Did he ask you if you're okay? <laughs> no. That's not where I was going at all. <laughs> If, yeah, dad puts his hand on my shoulder and goes, are you gay? Yeah, that's what that's... I thought was coming. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, dad sorry. dad puts his hand on my shoulder. So dad, um, he's he's uh, he's one of those guys where he doesn't share much of his feelings until he has a few drinks and then he tells you all of his feelings. Isn't that all of us? That's all of us, yeah. <laughs> sorry, dad, I'm putting you out there. But uh, puts his hand on my shoulder. He's like, Brad's, I'm very proud of you. 
Ooh. The radio thing that you did the other day. <laughs> nah, fantastic. That's it's like, cute. It's a podcast done. It's uh, a little bit different. And uh, then he goes, who's the girl Who's the girl that you're doing it with? Like, who, 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 is this? who is this girl? You seem to really get along with her. Like, very well. You guys have, you just get along very well. Do you say, why are you hanging out yeah. with old ladies? And I was like, no, no, just wait for it. Oh, and no. I was like, I was like. I was like, yeah, that's Karina. Like, I, I work with her quite a lot. I've known her for a few years. Like, we're great friends. Um, yeah, well, we get along. So, we just thought we'd do a podcast together. We work in the same industry, blah, blah, blah. Just gave him that, that whole spiel. And he's like, so, uh, like, but, you know, on I watched the whole thing and you guys really get along. Like, you guys are like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Like, I wouldn't be doing a podcast with someone who so I don't get don't. along with. What, what are you on about? Yeah. And he then he leads into, so, are you? I mean, are you guys like... Oh, no. Okay, this is an actual topic. <laughs> Seriously, if I had a dollar for every person that asked me that, yeah, like, it's it, wild. it makes me feel a bit sick. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Sorry. I feel sick about the idea of but... it too. Don't worry. I joined the club. <laughs> we hang out a lot. <laughs> we do, but yeah. that's no, that's a genuinely good topic though because why do people just assume if you have a friend that's a boy that you can't just be friends? Right. Yeah, that, well, that's what that's looked, that's where I think that's where my dad was going with it. He, he, he yeah. couldn't fathom he couldn't fathom the idea. So this conversation went on Sorry. for a while, and I I had I, he couldn't fathom the idea that we got along so well. Yeah, and I didn't want to date you. Yeah, but that's probably why we get along so well. Yeah, because I absolutely <laughs> don't want to date you. <laughs> and as soon as you start dating, I see someone. too much of you. I'm like, you know what? You can have <laughs> someone else can have you. <laughs> I do not need any help in not getting Dave. Fuck you. I'm kidding. If uh, if uh, anyone's interested out there, Karina Cook, uh, find her on Instagram. She's great. <laughs> Karina Cook is not my name on Instagram. Thank you very much. I don't even know what she is on Instagram. Wow. But she's here. Look, okay. She's a good, you know. Yeah, if you could keep digging your fucking hole. <laughs> Hey, you set this up with my dad asking me if I'm gay. <laughs> so yeah. don't even have this high horse fire thing that you're like, well... Oh my god! No, but this is the thing. Like people ask me all the time if I yeah. like. And look, I get it. It's an you know not this doesn't happen all the time with friendships, but I feel like people just assume you can't be friends with a boy and it right. not be more like. Yeah, I it it blows my mind. It makes me kind of angry. Definitely doesn't make me angry. I think it's funny. Like uh, uh, <laughs> the fact that I'm nearly forty and you're twenty six is a bit of a compliment. I'll take that. But <laughs> I'd be more and offended that, if hey, I dad, you. Dad clearly liked you. He was like, <laughs> "She's, you know." And uh, oh, no, I go to I go I go dad. You know, she, I go I go <laughs> I go dad. She's got two kids and she's thirty eight. Like that's not you know. I'm I'm turning twenty seven. <laughs> wow. And he goes and he goes and he goes and I'm like, oh god, dad, stop, stop. <laughs> Wow. Okay. That I love it. Love you, Dad. Love you, Dad. Track. Thanks, Dad. Gave me a good story for the pod. Um, <laughs> wow. But so anyway, a good time. yeah. Look, and we can we can make sure this is very clear right now. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. But if you are single, you know, I, and this is the thing, I do. I get why people say this and ask us this, but it, I guess it makes me angry because people just assume and. Look, most of our, mm. obviously I'm a bit older and a lot of my friends are married with kids and, you know, have that kind of situation. They don't have a lot of spare time. I don't have a lot of spare time, but, you know, it's, we're both single. We work in the same industry. We work together. Right. 
we have time. We have similar interests. Well, do we have similar interests? That's a bit weird. But not really. I thought about it the other day. I was trying <laughs> to think of like to- uh, podcast topics because we, you know, don't want to run out of things to talk about. And I was thinking, <laughs> what kind of hobbies? I mean, the only hobby that we do that's, sim- I mean, we do te- we, play we play tennis, tennis. together, yeah, and yeah. we have we work in the same industry. That's yeah. where we kind of connect. But we're both self-employed. Mm. Um, we both live independently. Yeah, yeah. You but know, it's nice like to that. just yeah, we can hang out and it's easy. Like there's nothing. Yeah, you're like a good a good mate of mine. But that's where that's where like dad uh, it was interesting. Like he couldn't comprehend that. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, and I've got another friend. I've like I'm friends with um, you know, a girl named Sophie who I met in New Zealand a couple of years back and we had a wild time in New Zealand just good mates. Like we did, we we got along, we got each other like it, it, you know, and it's a great relationship. She's got a partner and it's not mm. even a big deal. Like we go we go walk our dogs together, things like that at the beach. It's not like it's not weird, but I I I think maybe sometimes people might think like what's he doing? Well, the, you, you, know, you do have a lot of like I've all my best friends are females right you like you're my only male friend that I hang out with this much obviously this isn't helping my story <laughs> this is not helping my stereotype I was speaking hey I, I go I uh, this is not going to help my stereotype either the next story which I was going to talk about is my hairdresser I don't even go to a barber I go to a hairdresser um He's great. Uh, and I was actually having a chat with him this morning about this exact topic where, um, you know, I told him that story about my dad and that conversation. He thought it was hilarious. But he's been working in the in the hair industry his whole life and he's surrounded by women constantly. And he said he's it's easier for him to talk to women than it is for guys. Like, yeah. It's not a, it's like, well, it's I don't just know. different. I mean, look, again, we're very different. I'm a lot of girls don't go to the footy every weekend. Right. And, but I'm also very feminine with a lot of things. But that side of things, I'm, you know, yeah. I enjoy that. Like, that's probably the highlight of my week is going yeah, yeah. to the footy. I love it. I always have. But it's, yeah, everyone's just different. Who cares who you hang out with? Like, as yeah. long as they make your life better. Well, and even people probably think as well like for me why are you hanging out with a 26 year old boy like Mm -hmm. it's uh, but the thing is as well like i'm not i'm hanging out with someone that i get along with who cares how old you are right we work together we get along like it's i guess i played sport for a very long time where a lot of my friends are not my age like i've played with people who were in their 20s who were in their 40s like you just if that person is in your life and they make your life better, who cares how right. old they are or what yeah, sex they absolutely. are? Like that's a big deal to me. So I guess that's why I probably get offended. Not offended, but like it's it happens so often. Like yeah, if yeah. I post a photo of I'm with you somewhere, like people just assume and it just pisses me off. Like Yeah. It's funny. It doesn't I don't I yeah. Anyway, we've been on the topic anyway, forever. But it doesn't piss me off. It's just it's just fascinating. I find it fascinating. Um but I like I like that I can have I mean, it sounds weird to even say because I don't think it's it's not abnormal to me. I like that I can have relationships with girls and it's not yeah, predicated on like, me I don't trying have to any hook up with them. Friends that would sit on the toilet and talk to me, and I would never All right, have. Well, a we didn't part- need to no. cover this a second. No, time. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, is that if I have a partner, that's what. Like, no, ew, gross. Yeah, okay. No, never. This makes me sound disgusting. <laughs> yeah, look. <laughs> I did want to actually cover some kind of wedding-related topic today um, for those uh, who are actually interested. I was trying to think about things that we could talk about wedding-related, but then I was... Um, I'm just... I'm actually genuinely curious, like, because I have known you for a few years since I started doing weddings. I met you at a wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how we became friends. I know nothing about... Like, how did... I know... Like, how did you get into wedding photography? Like, yeah, how did were you, you not know that? I mean, were you... Were you married at that point or was it was it after that i know you owned a gym how did it how did you get it was before i got married so i worked 
with someone, a photographer. Um, you, didn't, you didn't have the boys yet, though. No, no. Okay. Um, but basically, yeah, I my wedding photographer became a very close friend of mine and um, huge respect for him, love his work. And then I worked with him for a while. And then my love for it just grew. And yeah, yeah. then I started shooting with him, um, helping him out with some wedding albums and holding lights and all the stuff just to get experience. That used to be the, like, whenever I hear about people that, I don't know, they're like in their 30s and above that do wedding filmmaking or they do wedding photography, they always start out with like a mentor, someone that... Yeah, like I did all the shitty jobs for a long time. I held lights, I did that, but that's how I got experience and right. watched him and learned from him and yeah, got inspired by him, but it was good to see. And every time I went to a wedding, I loved it. Like I just, it's just a... I just yeah, knew yeah. it was for me. And the experience, like even to get that experience, like I remember like doing like, other like commercial style, style work for, for some videographers and you're there, you're learning something that you're like really passionate about. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember when we, like when I first bought a camera and I was just so excited, I'd take photos of grass. Mm. I didn't, didn't oh, matter everyone, what it was. I just took photos of flowers. I remember it was the first photo I ever I took was flowers of a flower. Grass. I said, now I sound like I'm, <laughs> I've got some problems. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've covered that. Um <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> um, no, and yeah, I just took photos. And then anyway, I obviously, I got married. And from then, I just, my love for it grew. But then, funnily enough, after that, I actually opened a gym. So, we had a, so I you owned started, a... You, you got into photography. Yeah. Why did you then open a gym? No, I wasn't into photography. I was just doing that. Right. Like, okay, okay, okay. Spare gotcha, time. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Just going to weddings and that sort of thing. But then I just kept practicing, practicing, practicing. <clears throat> Excuse me with everything. But... Then, yeah, I decided to open a – we opened a female gym with my mom and we had that for 10 years. So, in that period of time, obviously, I kept shooting. I was taking photos. I just – it grew. So, then while I had the gym, I was started to shoot more weddings and I started to study more and do all of this. So, over that 10-year period of owning a gym, getting up at 4.30 every morning, like it was wow. ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And then I would shoot weddings on weekends and then, yeah, eventually – Whilst I still had the gym, I started my business and it just got and to a point. And why did you, like, so you're at the gym, mm -hmm. were you enjoying it? And then you thought, I want to do something else or were you not oh, enjoying it? I just it? knew, look, I always wanted to own my own business. So I've been self-employed majority of my life. Like I'm right. very motivated and I wanted to always work for myself and I pretty much have. But the That comes across yeah, in your persona. But the gym came because I've always, sport has been a huge part of my life. So I was into it, fitness, everything, bought the gym very passionate about it but a business side of a gym and what I did is very different like you don't you don't own a gym to make money let's be honest right I did it to help people and it you know it was a big learning curve for me but you know I was exhausted yeah from then on I just obviously photography started to take over I knew that was what I wanted to do um, and, and was yeah. there like a, was there like a tipping point from like, so you, you, you obviously had a lot invested in the gym. Mm -hmm. You started doing wedding photography as like an individual, like you were going mm -hmm. out on your own yep. and did you have to like, what wh what was happening? Did you have to like earn a certain amount of money to then close the gym or? Yeah, no, it just kind of got to a point I had, whilst I had the gym, I had my first child and it just became harder obviously getting up at 4.30 in the morning when you got no kids is a lot easier than when you got organized babysitters and it just, yeah, it got a lot more difficult with the hours and 
Then I played netball at the time and netball was very time so consuming. So you're doing gym, <laughs> photography and netball and you had a kid. Yep. You've, and always, netball, you've always decided to just really pile oh, look, on what I you're doing. Absolutely <laughs> do. I like to make my life hard, continue to do so. But yeah, I was, I was going to netball training and then getting up for work late and early, sorry, and I was just exhausted. So um, I had to retire from netball. It was a very difficult decision to make from the city because it was just too hard I to... tell everyone you're a professional oh don't do that they'll laugh at you yeah. I'm like she's a I've professional been... athlete oh can't <laughs> fuck down They're like are we talking about the same person no but Neville was a very big commitment and yeah something had to give so I ended up coming back to the Barossa to play Neville and that still took up a lot of my time but I didn't have to you know go with that but then obviously weddings came into it and we ended up closing the gym after I had my second child so yeah, okay. I just couldn't manage all of it and then weddings were just taking over and it's what I wanted to do. So yeah, it all just Yeah, that's exciting. And I've had my business since um two thousand and fifteen. So what's that? Fifteen. Eight years. So that's shooting on my own. I did my first wedding in two thousand and I think it was four. Wow, I was eight yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was eight years old. I was a little baby. Fuck me. I was okay. in primary school. Yeah, that's really scary. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, it, it is. And it's been a crazy time. I think back and I'm like, how did I do all of that? But I know I am where I want to be. And that's probably the biggest thing. This is my passion and I love it. And I I know this is what I'm meant to do. But, you know, you have ups and downs and we've had COVID. We've had COVID. I've had a divorce. Mm. We've gone through all of it. Like there's a lot of challenges that come with it. Having kids in this industry is so hard logistically trying to organize it and work hard and do all of that and juggle everything. But um, you make it work and still I know when I do it, I, I still love it as much now as I did back then. So. Yeah. Well, the, I, like I know, um, like I've been running 22 wedding films. This is I think my fifth year. Um, and like, I know how much goes into it for me as an individual. Then I think of you and I'm like, God, you had, you had kids, mm. you had the nipple, you had the gym, you, you know, that's hard. And some people, I mean, I, I, I know there's a lot of people out there that want to start their own thing. Mm-hmm. Like you always hear like, like people that have nine to five jobs that they're like, oh, I'd love to do this or I'd love to do that. And I think like what I think people might find interesting is like, what is your mindset? Like when you're like, did you, you had a, did you ever have a regular job during that whole time? No, I well regular job after I left school, but, um, what was yeah. that? Worked at a law firm. Um, which, you know, it's, it's just, I'm not a nine to five person yeah. and I struggle with sitting down, but I need to be challenged constantly. And I, I guess when I'm, I just knew it wasn't what I, my passion and there's nothing wrong with that job. It just, I needed more. And that's when the gym came along and, you know, that all happened. And I just need to continually push myself. And I think the thing is with weddings now is that I always said to myself, so I get real nervous before anything. Yeah, like yeah. netball, I used like to do it. Like me in this podcast. Pretty much, yeah. So I would do that before every netball game. I'd get so nervous. Weddings, every Friday night, nervous as hell. Get to the game get to a wedding as soon as I'm there I'm completely fine yeah. but it's because I put so much pressure on myself but I also have told myself that the second that I don't feel that I'm done because yeah, it means yeah. like I care and I genuinely give a shit now just as much for every single like I've shot hundreds of weddings yeah. every single I wedding I go to about. yeah if I'm not feeling that then I feel like I've kind of checked out and I don't want to ever feel that feeling I want to be nervous because I know it's because I care like I want to do the best job that I can possibly do for my clients and I want that result to be there. 
I know I can do it. I know I've got the ability to do it, but I just, yeah, I yeah. want that passion to always be there. Right. Yeah. And I think, I think um, every wedding vendor would have, uh, they would uh, totally understand what you're talking about mm. right now, which is, I think no matter how many weddings you do before every wedding, there's that, there's that, it's a good feeling. Cause it's like, Oh, I yeah. feel like a kid again. Like it's, well, it's like, Oh, I'm nervous, you know, going yeah. into it. It's one of the biggest days of people's lives. Like there's, right. and this is the thing people don't say it, but there's a lot of, like huge there's so much but it's probably the most stressful form of photography you could do oh absolutely because you've got one shot at it like we have there are so many things that are not in our control on a wedding day in terms of light weather i was about to say that with the nerves it's like you don't when we rock up to a groom prep then we have no idea what we're walking into yeah we could we could walk into a hotel right and it could be a beautiful it could be like what the stanford or something like that where you go oh it could be like not the stanford i don't know that's the casino no no i I was just i was thinking of any hotel in adelaide (laughs) but you could you could go to a a beautiful hotel in adelaide get in there the windows are all closed there's no natural sunlight Mm. coming through and it's a disaster and you've got to be prepared mentally to walk into a situation and go what do i need to do yeah and that's where like it comes into uh, with wedding photographers and obviously this is probably a different topic but you get experience is important um but having people that know what they're doing on your day is the most valuable thing you yeah, can do yeah. so people yeah, yeah. you know when it people say oh, you charge this much and we charge it for a reason like we have the experience i have you need to know that if something happens, you can fix it. Like, it, for example, you know, as I said, we don't have control over a lot of things. We will control as much as we can. Like my run sheets are done down to the minute and I'm on top of that all day. But things happen. Weather happens. Things happen. Like a couple of months ago, I had a bride. Her zip broke the morning of the wedding. Like that put us an hour behind. I was literally holding her in her dress while we were trying to get it fixed. That put the run sheet behind. So then we have to adapt to that super quickly. We were rushing around. We had to get lights set up. Like it was just a nightmare. But right. I was fine because... It's a part of the job. Exactly. And I actually thrive on that shit. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You I don't do, want you... it to happen, but it's like I know that oh, it, it, that chaos is great. It's yeah. so the adrenaline's like, let's do this. I swear every single groom prep that I've done with you, you end up doing the boys' ties. I do ties, buttonholes. You do it all. All of it. Because it's like they don't know what's going on. Just get this shit done. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. It you is, know what you want. You just do what you want. And... You know, I see so many times people say, oh, but I regret this and I regret that or my photos of this and that. Like you just got to – it's about trusting the person you've got there and knowing that, you know, abilities, obviously everyone's got the ability, but Mm -hmm. it's stuff like that that my job on a day is to calm the bride and make sure she has the best day and take any stress away from her that I can because she doesn't want to be worrying about what time we need to leave or when the sun's going to set or – that's no. our job. So you want them to not think about any of that. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, it's interesting. But yeah, how about you? When did you like? Where did you start? I guess yeah. I know you were twenty-two. Uh, what about me? Um, I knew from a very young age that I wanted to run my own business, and um, I didn't know what it was going to be. I never knew what I wanted to do. Like when I was when I was younger, I always just I I, I don't even know what it was. There was a sink in my brain that was like, I hate working for someone. Mm-hmm. I just do. Like I, I started very young. I was like, a, I was just before 15. I was, I was the youngest you could be when I started working at McDonald's and I worked there for about six years and, um, you know, that was fine. McDonald's, obviously I was a child and, uh, you know, I worked my way through to management there and, um, and then I was like, oh, I want like a proper job. I want like a job where like, you know, you, you, there's professionals and things like that. And that's when I applied to work at the law firm. So that's one mm-hmm. thing that you and I have actually got in common is I worked for uh, a law firm in the city where I was a rounds clerk. Oh, that's right. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 
I look like a Rounds clerk. <laughs> yeah, um, you're like cliche Rounds right, clerk. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I used to watch the, the show Suits. Did you ever watch that show? Yeah. It's, oh, it's a great show because literally the people in the show Suits were characters at this law firm. Yeah, okay. I didn't tell them that at the time, but they are definitely, the, you know, they... they See, I was they, in a country so law good. firm. You were in a city law firm. It's yeah. very different. It was, it was wild. And it was just amazing to see. I mean, the law firm ta- taught me so many things. Like, I wouldn't never want to go into that field as, as like a job. But working in that environment was very interesting because there's, you know, you've got a lot of people that are starting out. They've, they've just finished doing five years of studying at uni for law and they're getting it and everything's so serious for them. And it's, and it's high stakes. You know, they've just spent so much time studying and they're getting into this this role with a quite a prestigious law firm and um it's a big deal so so career was something that was very important to these people and then i also mixed with people that were super successful like the owners mm. of the law firm you know um drove like three hundred thousand dollar cars and i was like this is quite like the cars that kim kardashian would drive like mm-hmm. it was it was nuts and i didn't think that people like that existed in adelaide um, I, th- well, I just didn't. I didn't think that people had that kind of money. It was wild. Anyway, I, um, had, to, I had to tell him who Kayla Itzens and Leah Itzens are the other day. I still don't. That know blows who. my mind that you don't know who they are. Am I going to get in trouble for not knowing? Yeah, who they you are? are because they're from Yikes. Adelaide. I know Kayla's them. probably one I of the richest them. women. I follow them all the time. Anyway, I'll follow. Them. I'll, I'll see what they're like. But um, yeah, I worked at a law firm, and, and what that did for me was actually uh, change my mindset from like a just like mundane kind of thing to like I don't know, like you could dream bigger. You mm. could do you could do bigger things. I clearly did not want to do law. There's absolutely no. Could you imagine me being a lawyer? <laughs> oh my god, it'd be a disaster. Yeah. Um, I'd just be gossiping with the clients. Like, oh my god, he did that. Yeah. It'd be it'd be terrible. But um, yeah, you know, working there, it was nice to see people that were like very career driven and 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 just a different different scene and, and it was it was great i i i i, I learned so much uh, working there while i worked at that job i was um obviously doing the rounds for the for the law firm and i would do the banking at westpac bank so like i would take mm. the law firm's banking to the westpac bank and uh the girls there laura and uh, bethany i would talk to them no, I would be in there for 30 minutes That's at a time. absolutely not shocking yeah. at all. They loved it. They loved me come, Brad, you here? I'll do I've the had banking. to do that at, like on wedding days. I've had to actually try and shut you up so yeah. we can get stuff done. Yeah. Well, it's not that it's we... It's a good thing, but... Yeah. I'm very talkative. When I'm when I'm feeling good, I'm very out there, very talkative. And, and I love it. I love, I love talking to people. And um, yeah, I, I would talk their ears off and, and they loved it. And because I spent so much time in that bank, the bank manager, Shannon at the time, uh, he literally walks out and he's like... We got a job going. Do you want to come do an interview? And I was so shocked because I was like, "Oh my god, I could work in a bank! Like I get to, you know, I was wearing suits for the for the law firm, but I was like, oh, I could come in and work for like a, a you know, to me, like mm. a bank. I didn't understand what it was really. Like yeah. you know, you don't understand much about what even a bank is until you work there, and you know, it's you know, it's all money related, investing and insurances and things like that. It's mm. very, it's a very serious kind of job. And um, yeah, had an interview there, got the job, uh, started working for Westpac for a u- few years, and. I learned a lot at the bank. You know, the bank for me was um, a place where I made some really fantastic lifelong friends. We go out to lunch every month and I just, I just adore these people. But the the role at the bank was very sales driven, mm. right? And what I learned about myself is I hate selling. I don't like it. I don't like leading a conversation into a sale. I don't like like going into a conversation with a motive. Yeah, I'm very uncomfortable with that. Oh, it's horrific. And and that's kind of shaped the way that I run 22 wedding films. Like we'll talk about that later, but I don't sell in 22 wedding mm. films. Like I don't I don't have any selling tactics. I all my prices on my website. We'll talk about this later, but yeah, anyway, I found out that I really uh, I feel uncomfortable selling. Mm. Okay? And it's funny because 
we sell in a different way. We do. You know, if you're not actively selling, you could be passively selling, and we'll talk about that later. But um, yeah, so I just, do you want to say we'll talk about that later one more time? Yeah, I know. Sorry, I, uh, <laughs> that's going to be an episode for another time, business side of stuff. But yeah, I learned I, I learned a lot at the bank, and um, towards the end of that, I started upload. I started doing uh, YouTube vlogs. Right. So if you actually go to the 22 Wedding Films uh, YouTube page and you click on history and you go to the first couple of videos, it's me doing vlogs around Adelaide. You look like a child. I am a child. Yeah, <laughs> true. I was a child. <laughs> and uh, I loved it. Like I, I started buying cameras and lenses and I was just so infatuated with like technology and the camera gear and the lighting and the sound. And I was like, oh my God, I'm making videos. I'm putting it on YouTube. It was so exciting for me. Hmm. Um, it just, it, it was, it was such an exciting time. And I didn't care about putting myself on the internet either. Like I've always kind of had that like you worry about a little bit but I've always been someone that's quite out there in terms of that Mm. kind of thing when I shot my very first wedding you know I I did a lot of commercial stuff and you'd obviously you know you'd you'd shoot it you'd edit it you put it together you send it away and it's kind of just like oh great thanks and they post it and it's Mm. kind of whatever with a wedding before you send that to the bride and groom I don't know what it is but because you know it's so important to them like Mm -hmm. this is like when you send a highlight film away I still get nervous you know like but I think that's a good thing yeah you I mean you put together a gallery or Mm. you put together a highlight film or whatever you put together a web gallery for them which has all their films and you send it away and there's like that nervous feeling of like I can't wait to hear back of what 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 they have to say Mm. about it and you know you hope they love it you get a little bit nervous um and like we're talking about nerves before nerves are a good thing because that you Mm. I mean you care um if I wasn't nervous, I wouldn't care. You know yeah. what I mean? Kind of thing. That's how exactly. I think about it. Um, but the feeling, the one thing that can't be replicated that no one really understands is when you when you start, like say a wedding business, you go through the whole marketing, advertising, you land a client, you know, you speak with them, you get along, you guys are like besties, you shoot their wedding day, you have a really good day. They give you a hug at the end of the day and they're like, we absolutely loved it. It was great. Can't wait to see the films. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, when you deliver those films and they give you a call and they're like, Brad, you, you, we wouldn't. We couldn't have thought of anything better. We love that you did this with the film. We've showed family and friends. It's they. They said it feels like they were there on the day again. That kind of feeling, that rush, mm. is like it's it's hard to replicate. I'm not sure how. I don't, it is. I don't know what other job kind of gives you that feeling of like fulfillment. When you think about it, we are with people on well, and me especially. Like I've been there for births. I've been there for newborn. Like you know, birthdays, whatever, mm-hmm. weddings. You're literally spending some of the most important days of people's lives right. with them. Right. They book you because they actually want to document yeah. something that's important like, to them. I feel very lucky for that. That's a pretty fucking good job. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're, but you're there front and center for them with their wedding day. Literally. Like the bride, honestly, probably is spent apart from, well, even the groom, we're with them for prep and everything. But like you're with them the entire day yeah. from getting ready to the end of the night. Like yeah. it's insane and that's the thing like I think with wedding photography is that you that you don't think of like I, I did a birth shoot once and I was like this is that's insane like yeah. I'm I didn't even want to be at my own birth right <laughs> like, right it how was, does how does that go down but yeah it's a lot yeah. it's a lot but it but I sat there I was pretty Editing, tired that would be a, a it was job. a lot but yeah it was it's but it just made me think like this is crazy. There were literally four of us in the room because it was during COVID. Right. There was the mother, the father, the midwife and me. And like I'm not – people get this whole, you took first of birth. I'm not there with my camera like eh. yeah. very subtle, very like, you know, it's their time. I just need to – she just wanted it documented. It was a past bride so she knew me. But 
I they're, was very, and they're very vulnerable to very, ask for that. And like yeah. the pain went from here to here real quick. And I could sympathize with it because it's, yeah, it's awful. Right. But it, like, I got to be there when that baby was born. Like, I know midwives and stuff get to do that. But it's like, I feel very grateful that I can be there for part of that. It's wild. And yeah, it was insane. But the same with a wedding day. Like, it's, you know, it is what it is. And you get to share all those moments with people and... It's fascinating. A commercial shoot to commercial shoot still is important, but it's there different. for the it's happiest different. days of people's lives. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. It's awesome. We love it. That's why we do it. That's why we have a podcast, not really based around weddings, but we're, um, we're happy to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, but we should wrap because we're getting way too long. Yeah, we talk a um, lot. But we'd love, I, I'd, I'd absolutely love for people to, Um, obviously we, we're kind of only questioning each other on the things that we kind of want to know yeah. about from each other. But if you've got questions out there for us, whether it's, you know, questions for Karina or myself individually or something about our business, we would, I would love to actually have questions come through. Mm-hmm. We'd love to have a segment where we answer questions and things like that. Um, so if you do have something that you want to ask us, please ask uh, please do that. Um, that that would be awesome. But should we wrap this? We shall. Well awesome. Um, if you guys can, if you do enjoy it, if you don't enjoy it, don't do nothing. If you do enjoy it, please uh, rate us on Apple and Spotify podcast and follow us, subscribe to us over at YouTube. Um, that would be awesome. See it. Anything Ciao. else, Karina? See you next time. Beautiful. All right, we're out of here. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Bye. Bye.